Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. You, you mentioned at the very beginning about how chaotic the the spring and summer's been, and even still in this fall, getting pulled around to different things. So with all that, all, all that you do with your team and the success you've had, how do you balance that coaching and family life? You know, years ago, I was consumed. And it was hard, man. I mean, I, I don't even know if I was trying, man. I mean, I was I was so into trying to win a state championship, these boys and all their problems and everything like that, man. I got one, I got one son and he being on quarterback, he's a point guard, he's nine. And uh, it's like this past year, I just had to make it up in my mind. I had to find some way to balance and get to his game, some of his practices, then get to this stuff. And, uh, you know, even, you know, with my wife and things like that and being able to try to do more stuff and, you know, they would try to come to my stuff. But as soon as he started playing sports, they couldn't make it to some of my games because he'd have practice or he'd be playing. But, uh, you know, my son, he was at the state semifinal game. They came to that. He was on the court with us pregame. He was shooting threes, and you know, and uh, she came back to the state championship game and she asked me, is it okay if Reese doesn't come to the state championship game? I said, why he can't come? He said, they have a tournament and they're going to be, if they win, they'll play for the championship on Sunday. Wow. Yeah. And he feels he needs to be there with his team because he's a point guard so they can win. And I had no problem with it because he thinks just like me, because that's something I would do. <laughs> and so he didn't come to that. She came, so I was happy she was there. And then we got back Sunday and the media was here. We, did the whole post-game stuff, and then I hopped in my car and drove straight to his championship game. So there I am with my medal on, and then he gets MVP of the tournament. They win. He has his trophy. He has his medal on. So I, I was like, two championship guys right here, and we took a picture like that or whatever. So that was that was classic, man. And uh, But it was hard. It, it, it was hard. But now I make time. I, you know, if me and my son can take a morning or a day or whenever – and go fishing. We do that. We, we'll, we'll grill at the house. Maybe watch a cowboy game during the week. You know, something, man. I, I I make that happen because I didn't want this to consume me now as he's nine and coming into his own, and I miss that time. Yeah, because you can't get it back. Yeah, and it, think, consume, it consumes you, man. I think what I heard kind of get from that is that it takes energy and it takes some compromise. Yeah, it does. You know, because you, you can't just expect the others, you know, the other people in your life to just make it all work around around us. And right. so we have to like in the understanding that you had, I was trying to think in my situation, you know, when my son was younger, sons were younger, if we did make it to state and the my my reaction to my wife saying, Hey, they is all right if they don't come, I think I would have been like, Are you serious? Like it's state, like, <laughs> but, but it's that understanding that compromise that as important as this is to us, I, I don't know that man, this popped in my head. I think it's the same way that we've got to be careful as head coaches to value the other things going on in our schools to th- understand that with our dance program, that what they're doing is just as important as this state championship is to us. 
I don't know. That just popped in my head, but I think I I lack that understanding sometimes. Yeah. I, I, it, I remember our new baseball coach last year, we were trying to get in the weight room. We had to do this, we had to do that. And, and I remember, man, I said, I'm kind of bulldog. No, man, we got to get in here. We, we, you know, and he made, he said something. He was new, good guy. He's like, man, coach, I'm trying to win it too. You know, and I thought about that. I said, man, you're right, dog. Yeah, man. Yeah. We'll work it out. You know, because I didn't think like that. I'm thinking like, we're was hot here. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get this thing done. We, and I had to think about, you know what? This is this is a program. It's our program, everybody. So when one wins, everybody wins. So football winning, baseball winning, track winning, soccer winning, we're all winning. We all need to support each other. And I got over the last few years a little complacent, meaning that tunnel vision. I was just worried about my team. Yeah, yeah. I told my boys, we're going to make sure y'all going to be at some of these home football games with your shirt on, all y'all going. Okay? We're going to go to homecoming. We're going to go to Kimmel Carter game. We're going to go to this, the South Oak Cliff game. We're going to be there and we're going to represent for our school, for the team, and then show everybody we're here. You know, things like that. I, um, The Carter game, all of them showed up. We had 100 alumni out there tailgating. I walked them around and introduced them to as many alumni as I could and say, this is the future. This is the new guy. This kid here is a ninth grader. You know, he's up and coming. Y'all going to y'all gonna win it again. That's what they want to know. Y'all going to win it again. Hey, we're we going to be there. We support y'all. Coach, make sure I get my T-shirt. I'm going to be at the games. And just so they can understand that it's bigger than the sports you're playing. You're part of the Kimball family, and you're going to be an alumni, and you're going to be there forever. And you'll get to come back one day and see the kids just like they're doing, the class of 85, 89, 94, 2000. They're all here. You know, and so um, I think that that – that's kind of what I've been trying to do these last few years, build young men, better character, um, and just, uh, just, just, you know, good guys, man. I mean, what's wrong with just being a good guy? Yeah. It's a good guy. I, I, I hadn't had that always. And, uh, you know, you try to help kids as much as you can. And sometimes it just don't work. And that can consume you. You got to pull back from some of them and just kind of let them, live their life and pray. Good call. Yeah. My like wife, my way. wife, my, my wife gave me great advice one day. She said, Matt, it's not your job to save him. And I was like, Oh, right. Like, I mean, if, if you're a believer, obviously like yes. it, it's not, we, but we take it that responsibility of their decisions they make where they're putting their trust and who they're putting to their trust. And that is a reflection on me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's bad to have that approach, that responsibility, but then at the end of the day, it's not our job to save them. We've got to believe that there are, there are, uh, there's a bigger person involved and uh, not just their parents, but a bigger person involved that Great. is going to take that, that, that job. Yeah. I agree with you. But we used to do it anyway. <laughs> we felt it was our responsibility. I, yeah, man. I, I I told I just to give you a little bit. I this is my seventeenth year. In sixteen years from being a head coach at Pinkston High School for seven and nine, ten, and going to my tenth year now, nine at Kimball. So I've had sixty-two boys get scholarships. Okay, I had eight seniors sign this past season. Two in academic. They were in our collegiate program. Two in academic. And six went for basketball. Okay. So 62 in 16 years is a lot. It's a lot. 
and all them kids ain't starters now. That like I'm finding stuff for guys that are eighth, ninth senior that get a little film. We put it, I might find you a little NEI school in Missouri, but hey, it's free. Yeah. Or partial. I'll yeah. find you something. Yeah. And uh three McDonald's All Americans in nine years and uh, you know, three, four pros. So that's not easy to do, but that's my passion. And I used to tell people all the time, as bad as I wanted to win a state championship, I'd rather see that kid sign that national level and team with his parents, you know, because they get a chance to get a free education and also play the sport that they've been playing and love playing at the next level, no matter what level that may be. Yeah. you got a shot. Now, all those kids don't stay. So I'm a home for a year, for a semester. You know, but that's – I get them there. And I've even helped get kids – some kids get a second chance to get somewhere else. But it's been that many because that wasn't done for me. It wasn't for my dad filming games with the big VHS tapes and sending them out. Oh, my God. You know, but I, I just figured that if a kid works hard for four years, to me, no, it's not in our contract. No, it doesn't say you got to help this kid get a scholarship. Yeah. But to me, as coaches – we should be sending some film out, doing some stuff. And I've heard coaches say, and, and big-time well-known, what I consider great coaches, that it's not in my contract or it's not my job to get that kid a scholarship. They go play AAU and the coaches will find them and they come see them when we play, they'll find them. But I'm like, man, but it's, it's not that easy. Yeah, that it's not my job will kill culture in a second. And, and, and this coach has won a couple state championships, but that's just how he rolled. And mm -hmm. they had great players come through there. But this kid signed this kid. But what about these two who've taken all these charges, who get in, who've done everything you asked them to do for four years? I got to pick that phone up, man. Yeah. I got to say, Coach, send me the highlights. Send me some film. Okay. Maybe a little JUCO, a small JUCO, a little NAI school, a small college or something. something. Now, if the kid don't want to go, you don't want to go. But I made the call. They want, they want you to come up. They like you. So I just feel like if that kid's been doing what he's supposed to do and giving me his all, Kevin's grades up, I got to at least try for him. You know, now, don't get me wrong, and you've probably done this too in the past. I've tricked a couple of people into taking kids and hoping it worked out and it didn't work out. They just wasn't that good. They took it. I can't call them again and tell them about another kid. Unless you, they burnt that that bridge. you burnt that bridge. You burnt that bridge. Can't do that, though. And look, hopefully, hopefully they just see a kid that they like and they call me. But as far as just, you know, hey, man, this kid good. You need to take him. Nah. And I, I, I've only done that at no Division One, Division Two schools, maybe at a JUCO, a small college, and hoping the kid could transition. And, you know, they didn't do it. But, uh, hey, got them there. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.